hello, how are you? This is the Body and Soul podcast, Healthy-ish, and I am your host, Felicity Harley. On this ep, I have an inspiring guest, Mark Wales. He's got a new book out called Survivor, Life in the SAS. Actually, you may have spotted him on the TV show, Survivor, but before that, Mark was an SAS troop commander to 30 elite soldiers. In fact, he thought his life was about to end in a cornfield in Afghanistan after his mentor was gunned down. But he made it his mission to rebuild himself. And he shares a few of those self-development tools he used to ultimately find happiness and his own sense of purpose. Now, we keep our Healthy-ish episodes quite short, but if you want to hear today's full interview where Mark talks about hitting rock bottom after Afghanistan and how he he dug his way out, I suppose, and also he shares his wisdom, especially the wisdom that he'll pass on to his own son. Search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your awesome pods like this one. Congratulations on your book. Now, I want to kind of get straight into the, I suppose, the heart of it, the the crux of it. There's a powerful line in the beginning when I was flicking through it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I have to apologise. But um, in the beginning where it said, the blaze that war starts in your mind and which follows your, you home. I thought this was extraordinary, extraordinarily profound. Can you describe this to us and how, you know, it raged in you after your time in Afghanistan? Yeah, I think as a young person, I knew if I did experience war, it could have a lasting effect. You you kind of know that, but I I don't think I was fully prepared for it when I did find myself involved in it and and the impact that it has on you, not just on a, you know, on personal level, almost like in a, in a spiritual sense, it was really quite a, uh, a tough thing to see. And I carried it with me for a long time and all the, Kind of feelings that went with it and i found it took a lot of work to, to overcome all that and not have it dominate my life yeah i suppose we, we we don't really appreciate that so many the rest of us that this thing that you carry and it comes down to this resilience i mean you're big on resilience can you just describe what resilience means in your words yeah there's a lot i mean there's a lot of official explanations and and um definitions of it but for me i think it's it's centered a lot around mindset and it's centered around this notion that, you know, tragedy is going to happen to us in life no matter who we are, but you do have a choice about your response to it. And I think that's really an exciting thought. Um, I think that you can use a tragedy as an opportunity to kind of clean house in a, in a you know, spiritual sense almost and start your life again. Use it as a platform to kind of do something different or start your life again or change the way you've been doing things. I think that to me is where resilience really comes into it, where you, you take failures and things that are bad and you turn them into an opportunity. And that that's pretty hard at the time when it's happening, when you're in that kind of depths of the tough time, isn't it? And really just telling yourself that you can get out of it. Yeah, I think that that self-talk, you know, it's everything will pass. You know, it won't be, you won't be in this hole forever. It will pass and you will feel better. Um, you just need to recruit help where you can and, and keep going. Yeah. Now, I mean, aside from Afghanistan, I mean, you're you're pretty hardcore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, you've competed on Bear Grylls, World's Toughest Race and Survivor. How can the everyday person build resilience? So, I mean, 
you, you know, we go to the coffee shop in the morning, a barista makes our coffee, we can skip the gym if we can't be asked and we can order dinner by just by tapping a screen. I mean, that is, for me, that's not particularly you know, good at building your own resilience. So what, how can, you know, how can we build it in our everyday lives? I think there's a couple of things to consider. One is it's, there's no kind of hack for it. You can't do it quickly. It's, it's something you really got to apply in small doses for a long period of time. That's kind of what builds resilience. And to me, it was um, exposure to things I was slightly uncomfortable with, whether it was, it was a skill or a activity I had to do that I wasn't sure if I could do it properly those little bits of exposure and those little bits of fear and those little bits of learning and failing, doing that repeatedly every day, years and years and years, that's what I think really does build resilience because it gives you that that growth mindset. And then there's all the other more practical tips you can have. Like, you know, if you are going to train or make your, your bad habits hard to do, make your easy habits easier to do. Sorry, your good habits easier to do. So if you do want to go and train in the morning, you know, make it easy for yourself, get all your gear laid out the night before and, book a class and have someone that holds you accountable. And that it, it's just those little things that make the habit so much easier to follow, I think. So they're probably the two kind of ways I look at, at trying to improve it. Try be patient and, and look at this as a long-term project and try and make those those good habits easy to do. Yeah, I like that. Easy, make them easier. And getting up and going to the gym at 5am, do it, anything that can make that easier. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that, yeah, but for I, everyone who does. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I go at nine thirty AM sometimes. Sometimes I just want to sleep and go train later in the day and work later. Like something yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Now part of your book you want to inspire others to be better people, which I, I love this aim. How do you how do you make sure you better yourself every day and, and what advice do you pass on to others? I think the the thing I've tried to do to improve myself is uh, is try and be true to what I knew I wanted to do for most of my life, which I think everyone has some sort of little goal that they that really got them excited when they were a young person. And at some point we, we deviate from that and go into a shadow career that we think is the right thing, but maybe it's not. And I think for me, it's always been thinking about what it is I wanted to do and going, going back to that. I always wanted to, you know, be able to surf. So I trained myself. I was 30 years old when I learned how to surf. I always wanted to write a book, so I made sure I, I went and put the time into that, even as a as an older person. So I think that for me is what keeps me excited about life and, and doing things that I think are, are enjoyable. Yeah, like is there anything on your bucket list you haven't done yet? What can we expect in the future? Oh, I have a very specific one. I want to be an extra in the next Mad Max film, and I'm like, I've been wanting to do this for years. <laughs> I love it. I just haven't been able to get. Yeah, it'd be so much fun. Yeah. Well, so you know, it was just announced that the Mad Max is going to be filming in Sydney. So I think exactly. you need to be lining yeah. up ASAP. <laughs> well, me in 2005, they were looking at filming the Fury Road in in New South Wales, but then the. Uh, the drought broke and it was all green. And so me and my mate were queued up to go and try and do that, but we, uh, we, we, we've had to wait, so fingers crossed. <laughs> well, there we go, Chris Hemsworth. If you're listening, we have an extra here. Actually, <laughs> exactly. and why even aim to an extra? Why don't you aim for like a supporting role or something? Even better. <laughs> all right, done, done. Why aim done. for the top? <laughs> but, uh, thanks, Mark. So nice to chat to you on Healthish. Thanks for having me. 
If you want to hear more from Mark Wales, his book is called Survivor, Life in the SAS. But we do have more. That's right. We've just launched a big sister podcast called Extra Healthy-ish, a new podcast from Body and Soul that gives you that little bit extra in your day. Extra interviews, extra insights and extra healthy advice for your mind, body and soul. Extra Healthy-ish publishes a new episode just for you every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, jump online at bodyandsoul.com.au or on our social media, Instagram or Facebook. Thanks so much for listening to this chat with Mark. And if you have a moment, jump on, rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, at least stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.